guys, before we start this episode, I just wanted to let you know, it's Jamie, by the way, that I did a collaboration with Finn and Emma of Cute Little Teas and Wednesdays, inspired by the past couple of months and what we've gone through and the hope that we get from our children. Um, so check it out. Go to finnandemma.com. Um, support your girl. Make sure to tag me and Finn and Emma and Mama Said Podcast when you buy it and your kids rock it. Um, I hope you enjoy it. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening and being a part of Mama Said, and thanks in advance for supporting these sponsors in this episode. They help us have this much fun with you every week for free. So enjoy the show. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris. To create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hello, everybody. I'm Jamie. Hi, guys. I'm Jenna. Welcome to another episode of Mama Said. Um, Jenna's reporting straight from my closet. Our closet. Um, Really quiet in here. It is. It, it actually might. I should have set up my podcast situation in here this whole time. You know, one of my best friends, she has a very important job in the world and she has two little kids and her office is in her closet. She set up a complete office in her closet. My friend too. Really? Katie Slater. Yeah. Oh, smart. Yeah. yeah. Mine is Steph. Yeah. Yeah. That's very so smart funny. of them. Um, uh, all right. Well, let's get to okay. some wind fails. Would you like me to start? I would, because I feel like you've got a pretty gnarly one this morning. Mommy win! (laughs) Mommy fail. Um, fucking A. Like, we're (laughs) trying to sell our house, and of course, like, we've gotten no leaks this entire time, Mm -hmm. and now we think we have one. Well, we, we know we do. We just can't get access to it, because somebody, before we bought the house, closed off that access. So now we have to cut into our floor to get access to the one fucking spot that leak is. Like you would think in our entire crawl space of our basement is open for this one spot where there's water rushing and we don't, anyway. So that's what we're doing now. And then we have to turn our water off for three days. We have to move out of the house for three days. Shower here. Um, I'm coming over to shower. Fuck it. I'm not showering at all. Yeah, I was and, like, well, actually, don't shower. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, and then the plumber will come on Monday. And it's just like, it's a lot. I like, I, I'm yeah. like, this is, what, what? Like, you think I can handle this? So you're giving this shit to me? Like, what a joke. Um, so it's kind of, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with that. I'm handling it. It, it mm-hmm. will be a lot of money and that fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. But um, it is what it is. And I, don't know if that's my mommy win or fail, but I'm going to just um, hand it over to you. All right. Uh, well, my win fail, let's see, a win. I had a little two nights ago, a little social distance drink with two of my girlfriends that I have not seen in a really long time, Odie mm-hmm. and Minka. And um, it just like reminded me more and more. <clears throat> and I think as I'm getting older, because I grew up with two older brothers and like, I don't know why, I, I just never had... I never felt like that crazy, like need for my girlfriends. Like I loved them, but lately I'm just realizing like, oh my God, connecting with my girlfriends is like medicine for me. And so like my win is that I just like, we literally sat outside my house for four hours and just talked around a fire and it was so nice. 
That, I had um, that last night and I like immediately just called a couple of my girlfriends and was like, I need you. Guys. Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, I'm a little late to that party, but man, is it great. Yeah. Um, my fail is I've just gotten lazy with Bo because Jackson's school from nine to two o'clock every day. So he's like fulfilled. So when he comes home, like it doesn't matter what we do. It's like, it's basically, you know, like snack time, wrapping it up till dinner, bedtime, you know, whatever. But with Bo, it's just, you know, now when Jack's in school, it's like my time to do things, my time to work, my time to put myself tapes for my auditions, to record our podcast, to do my scheduling, to get my dentist appointment, my therapy, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, I, 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 feel, I feel bad. I mean, I, I definitely dedicate you know, like a full hour every day to something with him. But, you know, even last night when I was putting him to bed, he's like, is there a way you and I can spend a lot of time together tomorrow? Oh, break my heart. Yeah. It's, oh. it's killing me. It's re and, and he, it, but when he, you know, he plays with his friends, this video, the video games, the Roblox, whatever, they all go down and face him and they play together. But when I ask him to come off, now it's not the normal, like, I don't want to stop. It's, it's like, alligator tears because he's like they're all still playing and I'm like what am I supposed to do this is like literally how he's connecting with his friends yeah I feel so bad I don't know okay to set boundaries don't feel bad I think it's okay to have him feel like you're telling him to stop and then he'll realize that he could go back on I know he does he does but I also am you know I'm trying to be aware of you know how hard this is for him too, especially he sees his brother go to school every day. I know. That's not I know. easy. I know. He, he literally gets to go see him I know. leave, which he comes with me to drop him off. Anyway, we have a really special show. Um, we have Carson Meyer on the show. She is a doula and just like such a beautiful human. I can't wait for oh, you guys to meet I her. I think she's um, one of the most beautiful people I've ever oh. met. <laughs> she's like a little angel fairy. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's beyond. I can't wait for you guys to... Uh, to meet her. So we'll be right back. There is no better time to take your fitness to the next level and every bit of motivation counts like a sweet new pair of London's most popular sweaty Betty power leggings. Make any move you want knowing your leggings have got your backside because no other athletic brand can compete with the sweaty Betty power leggings expertly placed seams and squat tested compression fabric that physically gives your booty instant peach emoji status. Quick drawing and pocket equipped, these leggings are high-waisted performers. Take their quiz over at SweatyBetty.com to find your perfect style and choose from a wide selection of strategically cut patterns. I love Sweaty Betty, you guys, because I do not have to worry if my butt is covered. My butt looks good in these leggings, and I'm not afraid to say it. So now through November 1st, get 20% off your entire purchase when you visit SweatyBetty.com slash said and enter code said at checkout. This is the best offer Sweaty Betty has available anywhere. Because you deserve to look amazing before, during, and after your workout, get 20% off your entire purchase at SweatyBetty.com slash said. Only until November 1st, and that's S-W-E-A-T-Y, B-E-T-T-Y dot com slash mama said and enter code mama said at checkout. 
Did you guys know 93% of kids don't eat enough fruits and vegetables? And we all know what our kids want to eat instead. Chicken fingers, mac and cheese, processed foods, ice cream, etc. And the vitamins that are supposed to fill in those gaps are based in out-of-date nutritional guidelines from the 1980s. Well, enter Haya, a non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else you can imagine vitamin for your kids. They are filled with zero sugar, zero gummy junk, and it tastes great even for the pickiest of eaters and they come in the cutest most colorful bottles with stickers and initials so you can personalize it my kids love it and they love the taste so we have worked out an exclusive offer just for you with Haya Health for their best-selling children's vitamin. This is just for Mama Said podcast listeners. Receive 50% off your first order to claim this deal. You must go to HayaHealth.com slash mama or enter code mama at checkout. That's H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash mama to get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Again, that's 50% off. HayaHealth.com slash mama. Full discount applied at checkout. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. We are back. Our guest today is a Donna certified birth doula and photographer. She has dedicated her passions to support parents through a healthy, peaceful pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. And she also launched an all-natural and sustainable skincare line, See in the Moon, that is my absolute favorite body scrub. Like, it's a special evening when I know that I'm going to get in the shower and use it. I can't it's rave so about it enough. Can't wait for you to learn too. that. I just used my last drop. Oh. We'll have to get you more. Yeah, well, so happy. please welcome to the show, Carson Meyer. Hi, Carson. Hi, guys. Thanks so much. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for being with us this morning um, and talking to us. Um, how are you doing? I'm good. You know, it's kind of getting used to all of this. I feel really grateful for my health. And um, I live in Topanga, so I'm able to move around and hike. And Yeah. So, oh, that must be nice. Crazy. I feel, you know what's funny? I feel more than ever, like, people like us that live, I guess, more in the city. Yeah we're all realizing how important it is to connect with nature because for so much of it, like just getting outside was the relief for us, for our kids, for everything. And I, I've never felt more than ever the medicine and the relief and release that I get from just being outside and in nature. So I imagine it must be magical where you are. It's so true. I feel so lucky. And it's funny. I think we're seeing that with kind of like the exodus from new york right where it's right like the highest real estate the most sought after like coolest place in the world that i moved to right after high school and i think we're all realizing that i mean love new york but at the end of the day like our most valuable um literally resource is nature itself yeah. and I hope this reconnects us to prioritizing its care me too how beautifully said um, so if you don't mind, um, so I've, I never had a doula, but I've been learning so much about it through this podcast. And um, I am just always so interested in how people found themselves, you know, doing doula work. So if you don't mind sort of giving us that background. Yeah. So I graduated from high school, like I said, moved to New York, went to NYU, and um, I went to Gallatin, where you create mm -hmm. your own major. I was never somebody who um, I, I was always very like creative and passionate about different and curious, so to say, but never knew what I would do. And so Gallatin was like the perfect place for me. 
um, because I really didn't have to decide that right away in picking a major. Um, but I found myself, well, I, I started acting and I was in um, separately going to acting school and I was just so fortunate to enter the kind of my acting training through a teacher who was really focused on the mind-body connection mm-hmm. and kind of taught through that lens, right? It was like what we are able to access through um, this craft in terms of connecting with one another and with our ourselves. And so that to me, I always say was like group therapy. Like it was like my yes. first experience in, um, and, and I grew up in, in LA and Hollywood. I thought I knew so much about what it was, but I realized I, I only knew the business side. And so I really think acting like opened up this, this part of my brain, um, seeing it from the more creative side. And then I, because of that studied, mind-body connection and alternative medicine at NYU and um, through some classes, I think was assigned to watch the documentary, The Business of Being Born. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think is every, it's like, feels so cliche. Literally every doula you meet will trace their job back to, <laughs> to that documentary. Such a great documentary. But it's so impactful. And I think it really did change the culture of birth in our country. Um, so I saw that. I always tease, I cried. Like after seeing it, I had this like insane reaction where I just sobbed and sobbed and sobbed along in my apartment. I was like, I would say 50% of me was just blown away by the, the beauty of getting to see unscripted birth for the first time and mm-hmm. how strong and amazing and just like powerful this experience was for the women in the documentary. But then the other half of me was so angry, right? Because it was like one of those first realizations of corruption, right? And just like how our system has failed us yet again. And so I remember calling my sisters who both had kids at the time. They did not believe me that the business of being born was making me cry that hard. They were like, do we need to fly out there? Like what is going on? I was like, no, this documentary. And so I think then I realized like, not everybody had that reaction to the documentary (laughs) and that it like struck a a chord in me. And so I went, uh, just, you know, finished the school, moved back to LA to pursue acting. And the first few weeks of being back here, I met a midwife at a birthday party. It was the first birth worker I'd ever known aside from my own gynecologist. Mm -hmm. Um, and just was, really infatuated by her work and kind of followed that curiosity. So that can was- you, can you, that's beyond beautiful. And I just mm-hmm. want um, our listeners to know, can you explain the difference between a doula and a midwife? Yeah. So that's a great question. So midwives are medical providers, right? They work in the hospital in some cases or out of, out of hospital in a home birth or birthing center um, to oversee Uh, a mother's care. So they're working throughout the pregnancy, you know, in in the same capacity, some would um, going to an OB, right? Doing Mm -hmm. blood work, uh, listening to the baby's heart rate, checking and, you know, assessing any kind of the risk factors of the pregnancy. Um, But what's different in in midwifery care is you really do get um, more time. So it's not really that like 15 minutes, you're sometimes getting an hour with your midwife, you're going through kind of deeper into um, the, the health of the mother mm-hmm. um, and, and therefore preparing her and setting her up for the birth and postpartum. Um, but they're, they're the ones who catch the baby. They're the ones who arrive at the birth um, to oversee the health, right? They are the ones to be, you know, there in the case of an emergency or um, if something is you know needed for the mom and baby in, in a medical 
sense. Right. Uh, doulas right. are completely non-medical. So we, when a baby is born or arrived, we are in the presence of, you know, either an OB in the hospital, which I'd say more than half of my births take place in the hospital. So it's normally where I am. Or if we're working out of the hospital, a midwife is also there to oversee that care. So doulas are really like emotional and physical support. And very important because, you know, we just uh, interviewed someone and he was telling us that he had a patient who during COVID had the choice of only one person being there with her and chose her doula as opposed to her husband and her husband FaceTimed in for the birth, but she had her doula there with her. I just did a birth like that last week. You did? Yeah. Do you know, I'm sure you know Dr. Berlin. That's who we had. Oh, I love Dr. Berlin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was going to be another question of mine was, um, how has things shifted for you um, during, you know, this time um, since March, I guess, basically? Yeah, it's it's been a really, it looks a weird time for everyone in all sure. of our career paths and jobs, but it, it's been, so doulas were not allowed, are still not allowed in the hospital. So pretty much since this started, um, that, like you said, there's been one support person allowed. Um which has been unfortunate. I think, you know, look, it's, it's all complicated, but yeah, you know that birth support is um, evidence-based in bringing better outcomes for mothers and their babies. And so I think it's upsetting that we've kind of been, the work of doulas are not being valued in that mm. system. Um, I'm working virtually with clients that are in the hospital or as mentioned before, you know, if they choose me as their sole support person, I'm able to go. Um, but still I'm attending home births. I think a lot of people have transitioned to home birth. I was going to ask that are people, yes. home birth rates must be way up right now. Um, I, yeah. I would even, cons- if I was giving birth, I would even consider doing a home birth right now. I would too. I would consider it. I don't know what I would choose, mm. but, but you know, there's, there's a, a really alarming rate of mothers who are getting uh, postpartum depression during this time. And I think all of the um, help you can get is so necessary. Like you said, it's, it's just, it's data driven. It's, it's, it's the case. I mean, we need all the help. Yeah. It's funny. Like we how we started off talking about how we were like reinvesting in the value of nature. I think in the same way we're, um, this has kind of pushed a lot of people who might have been really close-minded about what even home birth looks like or is mm-hmm. actually be like, wait, there's something to this. This model is not only you know a, a really safe and effective and wonderful option for so many people, but maybe this model needs to be incorporated into our system even more or more accessible for more people. So I've got to admit, I'm one of those people that would, you know, ask me a year ago and I would say, I would never do a home birth. Are you kidding me? Like, why would I do that? It seems so dangerous. It seems like if there's something wrong with the baby, um, you know, you're not near a hospital. Um, a lot of things have changed in my head. It's the same as homeschooling. I, I would look at people who are homeschooling and be like, why would they do that? And now I'm like, I would like to homeschool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I wish that we knew more about home births and the beauty and the, and the uh, safety of it. Mm. Um, because I, I truly don't know much. Mm. And I still have that kind of like thought of like, it's dangerous. Yeah. And, and, and I would like to learn more. And I think a lot of it's important for a lot of people to know about home births. That's a great point. Could you, could you possibly walk us through like 
an ideal home birth or just kind of what the process can be like for a mother if she, if maybe if we have one of our listeners that might be contemplating this? Yeah. So, you know, it's, I always say the first step in, in a safe home birth is finding a provider that you really trust, right? A really wonderful midwife um, to oversee and assess if you're a good home birth candidate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think even a step before that is asking yourself, am I emotionally a good home birth candidate, right? I, I think, I believe you're safest in the place where you feel the best. Um, so like, like you said, you know, going back and like even just dissecting generations of mm. mothers in our lineage and where, uh, where they felt safest. And, and for decades that had been the hospital because our culture had told us that. Yes. So I think like the first step is really just like looking at that, right? Watching the business of being born and then asking yourself like, why do I feel safer there? Is it because I'm listening to what I need and I'm, my intuition or my trust or what I feel is best for me and my baby? Or have I just been told that and you know, my whole life? And so I think all of that's important in unpacking like where the best birthing place is or what your birth um, can look like. Um, I think, like I said, getting to know a midwife and understanding what they provide, um, learning about the kind of what they bring, I think is really reassuring mm-hmm. right, that they come with Pitocin, at least in California, right? So they can- Oh, they do. Uh, not Pitocin to induce like you would in the hospital, right, but right. And to prevent hemorrhaging after birth, right? So oh. they're equipped with a lot of um, kind of tools and um, to- promote that that safe birth I did a series early in COVID when kind of this like everyone was talking about home birth because of this question and I interviewed some uh people who had given birth at home and then uh midwives as well to ask them this question but really something that was discussed over and over again is that midwives are like I said working through the the, with their client through the pregnancy to promote a safe delivery mm-hmm. um, to assess risk and they're kind of working ahead of time. So unfortunately there are times where people have to transfer or have to give birth in the hospital. And I think it's just like with cesarean, right? It's so great that we have that. Yes. But overall birth is not an illness, right? Mm. It's, it's um, a very natural process. And I think when we let a woman uh, labor and birth and on her terms and really just act more as, as lifeguards, right. To, mm. to oversee that safety and care, um, then your risks actually can, can go down. Right. Especially when we're talking about cesareans. Yeah. Martha Stewart, Miss Com herself just released a new CBD product line to help you channel your inner Martha, no matter what bumps life throws your way. After three decades, Martha Stewart isn't just the undisputed expert in better living. She's also the definition of calm and collected. We all know you have heard about CBD. You have heard about the benefits, but maybe you haven't tried it yet. Well, guess what? Now you have Martha on your side. She has something for everyone from Meyer lemon or blood orange oil drops to citrus or berry medley gummies to unflavored capsules and oils. No matter what you choose, you will get pure, safe CBD isolate for a consistent dose every time. So find your inner Martha with Martha Stewart's new line of CBD from Canopy Growth. Head to mamasaid.marthastewartcbd.com and use the discount code MAMA15 for 15% off. Again, mamasaid.marthastewartcbd.com and use the discount code MAMA15 for 15% off. Express is all new and all about you with a fresh assortment of casual, versatile, and super comfortable styles 
I have been a fan of Express ever since I can remember when I was a teen, when I was interviewing for jobs in New York, I shopped at Express, and now I'm a mama and I still shop at Express because everything is comfortable, versatile, and it's just the quality is incredible. Right now, my new obsession is their Luxe Comfort Denim. I'm wearing them every single day. I get the high-waisted Luxe Comfort Knit Faded Skinny Jeans. I promise you guys buy a pair. They are incredible. They make your butt look great. You could wear them when you go out. You could wear them when you stay in with a sweater, with heels, whatever you fancy. So text MAMA to 397-737 to receive $25 off your purchase. That's MAMA to 397-737 to receive $25 off your purchase and share with us what you end up buying. You're listening to MAMA Said with Jamie and Jenna. I I have a question. I am obsessed with um, so my, my doula was Lori Bregman. I know you work. With her. Uh, she's one of my dearest friends. And we, oh, I know. And I love her. And you know, she, she posts amazing stuff on Instagram. I, I follow a lot of Instagram accounts and I'm obsessed with watching water births. Um, it's fascinating to me. And I have a, I actually have a question for you. When a woman is slowly giving birth to a child underwater, how is that child is that child holding its breath the whole time? Because it's, I'm always like, that's a slow pullout. That's, that, this is happening slow. What is the baby doing? So if you think about it, the baby in utero is in water. Yeah. Right. They're in the amniotic fluid. So they're already um, familiar with that environment. Um, wow. When the baby touches, then their skin touches air. Yeah. They, they, they get that impulse. To, to breathe. So I know, you know, on Instagram, there's kind of those videos where they're slow and you even see someone they're like swimming around. Um, in my experience working with midwives and attending water births that are so beautiful and, and um, I, I don't always see that, right? I, not to say like, oh, it's just on Instagram. I think it's, you know, it's a beautiful option. Um, right. So I don't, I, again, like, I don't know if there's value in like letting that baby like swim around, but but that, like you said, that really gentle kind of coming yeah. to um, having this a gentle entrance, right, to kind of transition from this warm space that was, um, in a way, like a, mini, a little swimming pool, yeah, to, to gently coming out. I think there's, you know, a lot of benefit in that. Yeah, I just, I'm just enamored by it. I think. It's yeah, so- you know what's funny is I feel like during all of this, you know, all of our emotions are all over the place, and I'm trying. I've been really conscious and trying to honor them and allow them and know that it's okay to feel the ways that I'm feeling. Because a lot of times as a mother, you feel like you've got to keep it all together. And, um, you know, you should know by now and you be handling all this. But like I texted my husband from bed the other night because he was working in the other room. And I was like, all I want is a baby on my chest right now. Like I have this like urge that I want another baby just because it's just like even hearing you talk about birth and everything, it's just such a beautiful experience. And I'm, I'm so grateful that there's people like you that, you know, dedicate their lives to this because it's truly just the most magical thing in the entire world. And it's, and it's, I think it's something that we all feel, you know, connecting to nature, connecting to other humans, like all of it. I think that's, those are a lot of the good things that are going to come out of this. I'm hoping. Um, but just hearing you talk about it is just like making me want another baby. I'm not going to have one, but it's making me want one. <laughs> I feel the same way. My girlfriend just had a baby a couple of days ago, and I'm just like 
it, it's so crazy how you know you your brain starts spinning and it's just like it's such an um uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I, I just, I want, it's like an addicting kind of feeling. Like I see a baby and I want one. Well, it's a visceral it's- one. I'm sure you and Matt, you remember, your body remembers, you know, our minds can forget a lot of things. Interesting too, that we're in this, you know, we're like, we're in the apocalypse. We're in the end, you know, like 2020, <laughs> right? We're in this kind of like this really insane time to be alive but how strong our primal evolutionary urge to keep our, our species going, you know? And so we talk about this baby boom now and that everyone's having children and, you know, from, by the way, before this, even with climate change, right. We talk about, is it, is it okay? Right. And there's an amazing, I don't know, I have to look, but there was an amazing um, lecture that I listened to. It's an audio file. It's not even a podcast, but I can link it if you want to hear. It's amazing. It's called, is it okay to have children? And it's literally asking Ah. that question. Like, like, what is the deal? What's, what's going on? You know, like with climate change. We want to bring our kids generation. Is is there fucked in? Yes. And is it, do we have a moral obligation maybe not to have children? Right. And I was so Mm. interested because it's kind of like the intersection of environmentalism and you know, our overpopulation, but it's, it's not to ruin the end, but it's so beautiful. And it kind of just ties back to like birth being our, a a very basic primal kind of instinct and need and, and such a representation of new beginnings and hope and kind of the reason that we, I think are, are people who are working so hard for a better world. We do it not necessarily for our lifetime, but the Yeah. And so, you know, that's when I feel lost, when I feel fear, what gives me hope is looking at my kids because I look at the struggle and the hard work. And by the way, our parents had theirs that set us up for a better life. And we're having ours, like you're saying, to set it up for them. Like I look at my kids and I'm, I'm so excited for their generation. I think that they are truly going to really break the mold even more than we did. And I just, I just have so much. I so think it's much. only getting better. It's only getting better. Yeah. And, and by the way, it's like, I think every, every, in a sense, every, not every generation, because I think some generations had it really easy, but like, we've always had these moments. Yes. Yes. That kind of brought us to our knees in a sense and asked us like, should we keep going? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a quick question for you. What was it like being the doula to your sister? Oh, the best. Oh, yeah. Oh. I, I thought that was so amazing and special when I heard that. Yeah, she, so both my sisters had kids before I became a doula. And then Sarah got pregnant with Ronnie after I was a doula. And I kind of felt bad because I was like, if she doesn't want me to be her doula, it's going to be so awkward because she's not going to have a choice. Right. <laughs> like, oh no, like you're like, your sister's going to have to be there. Um, but she was so sweet and was like, of course, like, I, I keep telling her, I was like, I know you did it so that I could be your doula. Yeah. But it was, she's amazing. I mean, Sarah has, by her, you know, her third, I was, I'm like, you know more than about birth than I do. Um, right. But we, when I got to her, she called me in the middle of the night and it's classic, my sister, Sarah, if any, I mean, for those yeah. who know my family, she's yeah. like, way too nice to be a part of our family. <laughs> I, always about, I always say she is, I think the nicest human in the, the world. Nicest so nice. I know we're always just like, what, how did this happen? Like, how did we get so lucky? Like, where did Aww. you come from? But I was celebrating the first year of my company 
on the 18th that day and she came out nine months pregnant it was the hottest day and I just like remember you know it was like everyone was sweating and she's like yeah. so pregnant and I'm like wow and of course in classic Sarah being so considerate waited to go into labor until that night just her body yeah. was like okay Carson's <laughs> thing and so Aww. that night she called and I raced over there and it was so sweet her boys were up um, and they were really interested in what like Auntie Carson does as a doula. So yeah. Moses, her oldest, helped me, and I taught him how to do double hip squeezes, and we made padsicles together, and oh. it was so sweet. And as we were walking out the door to go to the hospital, I had all these bags in my hand, and everyone, you know, we're like get in the car, and a contraction comes on, and she and I just like stops and bends over and Moses went up and grabbed her hips oh double hip squeeze kind of like you know no one had said anything and he just yeah. remembered from then it was so beautiful oh anyway God. we got to the hospital and she gives birth pretty fast but I saw that she was about to have the baby but no one believed her because when we got there she was only five centimeters mm -hmm. and maybe 15 minutes went by and I was like she's gonna push this baby out wow and I went to, I, I grabbed someone from the hall. I was like, the doctor needs to come in now to catch this baby. And they were like, okay, we'll go get him. I was like, no, now. And then yep. and she kept yelling, take my underwear off, take my underwear off. And so I looked to the, the it was the midwife on staff. I was like, do you have scissors? Like, I'm going to cut her underwear off. Yeah. And because I'm like, this baby's coming. And they were like, she's like, no, I don't have scissors. I'm like, what do you mean you don't have scissors? Like, it's, we're in a hospital. Yeah. Like, yeah. Give, me, give me something. And she was like, oh no. And so I just take my teeth and I just ripped her. <laughs> And like Ronnie literally came like right after doctor like ran in and so Did, oh my god that's what happened to me by the way F fifty five zero minutes after I got to the hospital I I sneezed I, literally like I I I breathed the baby out I didn't even wait for contraction but um did she have an epidural no she didn't wow yeah. wow that's such a great story wow that's so beautiful I love that so much that's oh, thank you for sharing that with us. Express is all new and all about you with a fresh assortment of casual, versatile, and super comfortable styles. You guys, I grew up wearing the Express and I just ordered the cutest, coziest pink sweater and this very chic, sleek black turtleneck sweater dress. They have everything for everyone. They are casual, versatile, comfortable. They're stretch. You can dress it up, dress it down, feel put together. You guys, get in on this. So you just have to text MAMA to 397-737 to receive $25 off of your purchase. And don't forget, our ladies, the Lady Gang, have their gorgeous designs and capsule collection there as well. So again, text MAMA to 397-737 to receive $25 off of your purchase. Express styles, we can't wait to see you in them. Martha Stewart, Miss Calm herself, just released a new CBD product line to help you channel your inner Martha no matter what bumps life throws your way. And we all know there are a few bumps right now in 2020. After three decades, Martha Stewart isn't just the undisputed expert in better living. She's also the definition of calm and collected. This past year has left everyone feeling really stressed out and stretched thin. All of life's little bumps feel way bigger than they should. And quite frankly, we could all use a little help channeling some of that Martha Stewart energy right about now. I know I can always. Fortunately, Martha Stewart has a new tip, you guys, CBD. If you haven't worked CBD into your wellness routine yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. Martha Stewart just released the absolute best tasting CBD you will ever try, I guarantee you, and at a really reasonable price. Find your inner Martha with Martha Stewart's line of CBD from Canopy Growth. 
Head to mamasaid.marthastewartcbd.com and use the discount code MAMA15 for 15% off. That's mamasaid.marthastewartcbd.com and use the discount code MAMA15 for 15% off. And now back to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. All right. Well, I would just love to finish up talking about seeing the moon because, again, we were raving about it at the top. And if you guys don't know about it, this skincare line is so beautiful and so wonderful. My skin is like a baby after I use the body scrub. It's, it's the best. Thank you. Tell us. So can you tell us. Thought about yes. Creating it. Yes. I mean, I, that's started in my kitchen many, many years ago, kind of just as like my own, a product I make for myself and friends and family. My mom is always very, she's an environmentalist and obviously never let me play with nail polish or makeup as a kid. Um, way before we were talking about clean beauty, she was very skeptical of what was being used, especially wow. at the age on our skin. And so that's why I started making my own products. And it was actually our little brother um, who took it to school when he went to USC and found that all like the football playing boys were stealing it out of his shower. <laughs> and he was like, Carson, like everybody in my dorm is, loves your scrub. Oh, um, that's so and, he and he really, I was a doula, you know, working as a doula at the time and acting and he was the one that challenged me to it. Um, oh. and I, oh, that's so really great. Do you have a bottle that we can see? Yes, I have a whole. Is it also the cutest packaging, which like oh, makes everything so cute, so beautiful. Uh, it's so uh, cute. It's literally like I'll look at it in the shower and be like, "That's tonight's the night." Like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I I love, especially for my my moms, my clients. It's like this little treat you can give yourself when you might not have time to go, you know, fully to the spa or yeah, treatment of sorts, but. Um, can you tell our mamas how they can find it? Yeah, so it's at seeinthemoon.com, um, the letter C. It's also on Goop and Violet Gray and the detox market. Um, packaged in glass, which I'm really proud of. There's no plastic. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's all made out of really clean ingredients, very gentle, moisturizing, and um, made with a food-grade vanilla. So the fragrance is enough it's to eat. So good. Eat it. Oh yeah. A little, a little shower hack. If you do it right before you shave, it's like the best shave in the world. Yes. And, you, oh, yeah. and you don't need lotion after your skin yeah. is literally like heaven. Yeah. Which is the best. Thank you guys. Uh, Carson. And then if, if there's any mamas that are interested in your doula work or photography, they can go, you have a website, right? Yeah. So that's Carson-Meyer.com or they can find me at CC Meyer on Instagram. And I also am launching because of Lori Bregman, you're yeah. just the most supportive from Aww. the beginning of being a doula. Like my first day I like reached out to her and she's taken me under her wing and guided me awesome. every step of it. But she launched her 12 week virtual doula courses. Yes. And like of course called me and was like, I'm going to help you build yours. So oh, how beautiful. she pushed me into doing that. I'm so pushed is the wrong word, but just there, <laughs> Is no doing, is yeah. doing it. Um, and, and has walked me through that as well. And so I'm launching that August 5th and that's, um, open to anybody across the country, which I'm that is so cool. exciting. I, um, I, I don't know if I've even talked to you. Um, I, uh, had my friend Tessa call you yeah. and now you're working as her doula and I'm just like so excited to see this final product. Uh, <laughs> 
But um, I, I also want to hear maybe if instead of like a shitty mom, you should yes. say, like a, not even a shitty, but like an awesome doula story. I mean, you said a great one with your sister, but maybe if there's another one. Yeah. So it's funny. You had said you're like, maybe prepare for a shitty doula story. And I was trying to think and I'm like, well, first of all, it's like, who's, who's seeing the doula as shitty in this situation, right? I think that like a, a really good doula is seen as a shitty doula to some people. And that's an important part of our job, right? Is to like, mm. not always be everybody's favorite because we are there to advocate for our clients and yeah, you're the boss. Yeah. We're not, we're not, we're there to support the boss, right? And to be yes. like, you're the boss. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I have like so many of those if you were to ask maybe other people um, in a good way though. But my... <laughs> A, a funny one of me having like a, my personal shitty doula moment was when I was with a client in the hospital. She had Pitocin. So the contractions were really, really intense. Um, and she wanted to get the epidural. We waited a long time. It's time to get the epidural. Finally, they get there. Poor thing had been like, you know, Pitocin contractions just really, really was ready to have this relief. And they usually don't let doulas be in the room when you get an epidural. They make you step out. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was like, look, she's so, she like, she's so scared. The contractions are really intense. Like, let me just help out. And so I, I got to stay in the room and while they're doing, and I'm like facing her and the anesthesiologist is facing me mm-hmm. at her back and he's prepping and he puts, he fills up his syringe and kind of like squirt, you know how like in the movies they like yes. Yes, squirt or whatever shoots out and hits me <gasps> in the face. I have what, and I'm like in my eye, like my entire face is shot with the medication and me, who's like a total, like I'm not hypochondriac as a doula, but for my person, I have like an yeah, inner, like sure. out of my eye. Oh my God. I'm like, what is this? Is there fentanyl in my eye? Like there's too much epidural in my face. Like, what? And so of course my poor client who's like needs all this attention. I'm like going around like, Oh my God, like, who has eye drops? Like what's oh my going on? Face turned numb. Oh. Um, it was so, it ended up being like the, the numbing agent before that. Oh, right. (laughs) Like just the lidocaine or whatever. Yeah. It was was funny. It was this moment where I, Oh, that is hilarious. Yeah. They're like, and that's why we ask people to leave the room. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah, why I won't say anymore. Leave the room now. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, well, Carson, thank you so much for sharing your time and your story. Oh, I think you it's so beautiful. Um, I think you're beautiful. And I think this is just such a wonderful show. I love talking to you. Thank you. I love what you guys do and just making thank you. so many moms out there just laugh and then feel connected. And that's all we want. Yeah. All that it is. All right, we're going to leave you with a mama said. Remember, mama said, a mother is she who can take the place of all others, but whose place no one else can take. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening to Mama Said. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Will Sterling, Steve Delamater, Kirsten Woodward, and Elizabeth Bakewet. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week. We want to thank all our sponsors for this episode of Mama Said. They are... Haya Health. Go to HayaHealth.com slash mama or enter code mama at checkout for 50% off. Sweaty Betty. Go to SweatyBetty.com slash mama said and enter code mama said at checkout now through November 1st for 25% off your entire purchase. Express. Text mama to 397-737 to receive $25 off of your purchase. 
Martha Stewart CBD. Go to mamasaid.marthastewartcbd.com and use the discount code MAMA15 for 15% off. And remember, all the info and links to these sponsors will be available in the show notes for this episode. Hello, Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, Armandito Cristian Perez. I had to use the real name. Why? Because now it's the podcast. From negative to positive, which you can catch on Apple Podcast, Podcast One, and Spotify. Flow to the rider. Woo! I don't even know if you know how much they play you around the world or anywhere, my brother. No matter how much bread we make, dog, we can't take it with us. No right. matter how many houses, cars, whatever we acquire, can't take it with us. With that said, anything we make, is always to give back, dog. Why are we starting a podcast? Well, it's real simple. With the times that we're living in right now in the world, I think you need to be motivated, inspired, educated, aware, positive. So what I'm here is just to motivate the world and let them know when we talk, we call it spade, spade. So you're going to hear the truth. So I look forward to the podcast. I look forward to showing y'all, teaching y'all how to take it from a negative to a positive. So get ready. From negative to positive, which you can catch on Apple Podcast, Podcast One, and Spotify.